Have you made an honest review? Jump onto fifthwrist.com and read real takes by real owners about their watches. And of course, get involved and write about what's on your wrist. Fifthwrist.com is your independent space to talk watches. Oh, we're back again on Fifth Wrist Radio. This is Robin the Regulator. I'm, I'm Rob, by the way. Um, regulators lurking I'm still around. Here. You're still yeah. there? I'm oh, you're still there. there. Yeah, oh, yeah, here. Okay. Who cares about um, us, though, right? You've got as a really cool guest. I mean, yeah. We have got uh, an awesome guest. We've got Mr. Mo, the one and only Mo Coppoletta from yeah. London. Join us. Hello, guys. How are you? <laughs> we're, we're, we're great over this side of the world. We're just sort of struggling. We? Well, I, yeah, I you're am. doing fine over there, aren't you? <laughs> it doesn't always feel like that, though. <laughs> well, look, it's great to have you with us, Mo. Um, some people might not know who you are. I'll just introduce you. You know, I've known Mo for a few years. He's a bit of a collector. Just, just there you just... go. There you go. I've, I've, I've missed the thirty seconds of your beautiful introduction. I hope you didn't mention my previous career or anything. <laughs> what, what, what's happened with your network dropping out there or something? Is it? <laughs> well, yeah. no. You went, you went for thirty seconds. I don't know. I don't know if you directed a question or. What you said, but I agree wholeheartedly. I'm sure you wouldn't expect anything to harm me. You know? This is going to be awesome. <laughs> no, no. What are we drinking? We've got to drink something to get through this. Oh, yes. It's too early, but it's never too early. Coffee. You can drink coffee. I mean, you know, you don't have to. Irish yeah, yeah, yeah. I may, actually, I'm going to make, whilst I talk to you, I, I make coffee because I made my apartment, my kingdom, where everything is carefully uh, um, organized to give me plenty of pleasure. So, uh, you know. Pleasure. I got, okay. co- I got coffee machines uh, spread all over all over the... I've got three or four coffee points, put it like that. I put all my Nespresso <laughs> here and there and everywhere. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> That's the commitment yeah, yeah, yeah. to the cause of coffee. That is a commitment. So, so. It helps in the morning... So Mo's on the coffee. It's so still morning time where he is. What are you on, Alex? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm still on a, a large uh, glass of red wine, cab oh, cab sav, same as fantastic. same as the other day. Yeah. Uh, Mo, just to let you, Alex drinks everything in pints. He's probably got a pint of cab sav. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, very good. I mean, pints are very good measures. Pints are yeah. very decent measures. Yes, yes, yes. Milk, yes. wine, yeah. And all that, yes, yeah, yeah okay. What about you, well, Rob? I'm, you I'm just sticking to the, I'm just sticking with the beer. It's beer o'clock here where I am. Oh, it's um, gonna be beer. I'm gonna have this little espresso now, and then it's gonna be beer, a cold, nice good. cold beer, absolutely. <laughs> you gave me a great idea, actually. <laughs> okay, well, it's pretty boring, but it's, it, it does a job, basically. You know what? Fuck the espresso. I throw it away. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God, I love, bro, I love <laughs> you already. No, 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 I, I good, love you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you opening a beer, Mo? No, well, let me drink this espresso. I don't want to throw it away, you know. I mean, right. <laughs> there you go, I'll drink this. Wonderful. This is actually there my third go. one because Great we had we had, we had an aperitif before because we, it's a bit late and it was about dinner time, but we couldn't do dinner because I had this podcast. So now the family's waiting for me. So we had an aperitif and the chips and a couple of beers. So I'm on my third, so I'll be right. Um, well lubricated. Anyway. Um, as, you, uh, as you say, in, in the most beautiful moments in life, yeah, that is that is the sentence. Absolutely. 
Mo, next question, just before we kick off properly, what are you wearing? What are you, what's on your wrist? I'm not, not, uh, sure, not moment, worried about your pajamas uh, or slippers. Yeah, yeah, at the moment, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing? Uh, I thought you never asked, Rob. Anyway, um, I, I'm wearing today, uh, I've got a few watches at home, fortunately, so mm. I, I like to... Um, every morning as a ritual to start to wind a new one and mm. then appreciate. Now we've got time to contemplate and get drunk whilst we contemplate. Um, <laughs> and so today is the turn of my Ulysse Nardin uh, Sonata Silicium, a watch that dates Ooh. a few years back, but right. made a huge impression on me back right. then. Managed to find one. It's the most I mean, it's, it's an acquired taste, it's, it's a present watch, but it's the most, uh, one of the most advanced, beautiful alarms uh, mm -hmm. to these days, together with the Z5 from Eric Winston. It's the only yeah. alarm who can, who chimes like a repeater. It's got a regulator and hammers and gongs, so the alarm mm -hmm. goes off like a repeater. It's, a, it's got a countdown, and it's got this beautiful silicium bridge at the, at the front, the silicium parts inside. Beautiful. And uh, it's uh, it's beautiful. I mean, okay. it's proper. Well, them, you know. You, you know what we're gonna ask? Can can you make it sing for us? Is that possible? Can I make it? Can sing. you make it? Yeah. Can you make? Can you make the alarm I go just, off so we can hear let, it? Let, let me wind. Let me wind it correctly. Let's carry on. I'll wind it. I'll what? What? Why are you winding that, Mo? I have, I'm sorry, but whenever we have a guest on, we're, we're punching above our weight. Really, we're trying to anyway. We, we, we're all. We're all. We don't have quite the same. Um, we don't have. Oh, well, I don't, I'm speaking for myself. I don't have the same watch. Because our guests always seem to have really funky stuff. Um, what are you wearing anyway, Alex? You're not wearing. You're wearing a Scotch skin or something? No, no, no. That was. <laughs> I have my only, only priceless watch and my only Rolex. I have my grandfather's uh, Rolex that he got in 1932 for his 21st birthday. Oh, beautiful. Uh, uh, Ultra Prima. That's what I've got on Ultra today, and it's still, yeah. That's steel, of it. is it steel or plastic? No, gold. Gold, wow, yeah. solid, okay, nice. I, I don't know how solid you can see it is, it's certainly yeah. the build, the build yeah. quality wasn't quite there like it is now for modern <laughs> Rolex, but um, it's still, the lugs are kind of still holding on for the moment, we'll see how that goes. Well, you got to look after that one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What about uh -huh. you, Rob? Well, uh, <laughs> I've gone, I've gone all out, and I've put um, I've got a, I've got a watch that Mo will know about. It's the um, what was I wearing the other day? The Suf, the Sapaneva, ah, whatever the one with the Mo's bezel on it, basically. Really? What well, the yes. purple one? No, the green dial one. The green dial with the cop with the with the bronze bezel. The the, the beautiful, limited. Beautiful, it's, beautiful. It is beautiful. Beautiful. Really, I'm really sorry. happy with it, actually. Um. Yeah, I, 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 and I got it because of you, Mo. Thanks, thank you. you, you hey. I'm out of pocket because of you. I had, I was obliged <laughs> to basically. When I saw it pop up and then um, on the web somewhere, whatever was stepping, and I, okay, it's got, it's, it's. Oh, I've been many, I've been wanting to buy one of Stepan's watches for years, could never afford it. Um, it's got a, it's got a bezel by Mo. It's got a dial by Carrie. It's all these guys I know. I, I wasn't, I didn't have a choice basically. But so. I must say, I must say that that's a healing just by itself now you wanna uh, mm. it's it's a, such a pure beautiful watch I mean, it is, it is. the dial yes and I, I'm a, that 
and and I think when we decided to put the engraved bezel, mm-hmm. I mean that that because Vettelin is the god of the swamps and the <laughs> swamps. <laughs> what? Is that, is that yeah, an actual ask, official ask god? Now, you know, ask, Sorry about that. ask <laughs> the whole the whole story about this uh, uh, deity to uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stepan. But mm-hmm. so doing the water pattern on it, it worked so well. Yeah, I the did. Field, it worked well, and in the bronze, it's, it's yes. patina. I wear it a lot. That's my yeah, warranty yeah. watch to <laughs> to venture out and do my thing. And yeah, yeah. Uh, um, he 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 aged and he patinaed so yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I know. So cool. Do you yeah, have it yeah, with the yeah. with the with the lizard strap with the snake strap? Snake strap. Yeah, I, d- I took that off though because I want to keep it nice. Um, and actually. My my black Halloween straps fit on it quite nice. I've just sort of um, modified a little tiny bit, but it's just a you just have a soft leather strap on it, basically a black leather strap, and it looks it's brilliant. Um, but the the snake yeah. strap is is awesome. It's oh, brilliant. the snake strap is amazing. I left it there for a bit more of a, an exotic factor, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I will put yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why are you <laughs> keeping the strap nice? It's because are you going to sell this watch in the future? Is that no. that's what it sounds like you're going to do? It's not. your friend's watch. You're going to flip you it. Sell it. Are you going to flip gonna it after I die? Yeah, that's <laughs> what he's going to do. I'm going to die. I'm hoping it'll be. I'm hoping it'll be worth a lot more once you cark it. So hurry up. Yeah, get it. No, 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 no. I don't know. I, I just, I just, I just don't like wearing it out and. Wear, it's sort of um I don't know it's an excuse to wear one of my straps as well I got to sell my straps too man I, you know good, I, good, 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 good. yeah yeah okay well I know you I know you're a bit of a collector Mo well, I've seen I've seen some of your pieces um have had the fortune of hanging around with Mo for probably for a few years at SIHH and Basel and all over the place all over the place in London yeah um uh but uh, and mo's a bit of a yeah he's, he's got a nice collection and some nice stuff i don't know what we which, you know the problem you have what you this have... watch first i want to hear this watch go off before we get into any oh kind sorry of talking yeah, we, yeah, yeah, hit the button mo, hit the button come on <laughs> okay i'll set it now and and <laughs> just a sec what the hell do you say oh there you go there you go there you go nothing just a second. Coming. Jack. Gonna be there very soon. There you go. Where are you? Can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. And it goes on for two and a half minutes with the same constant. Oh serious. That's got a separate barrel for the for the for the sonary, right? For the alarm. Yes. It's a big barrel. Yeah. So you know, it's just nice. it's just incredible. I mean, it's it's yeah. the, and I think Oshling Oshling uh, plus it's a it's got um, it's GMT and mm. yes, you can you can fix the date. It's got countdown, so you know. Um, oh, okay. So it's a twenty-four hours alarm. It's not twelve hours alarm. Yeah, and then okay. He, you can uh, fast forward and back the date with the with the crown, so very easy to set. And yeah. um, you know, it's it's just a pure map. Plus, this this particular model is one of three because this guy commissioned five with red hands, and only three got produced, and I managed to get one. So, oh, really? There you go, Bosch. That's the whole story of the. <laughs> 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 That's just that's that's just one watch. Yeah, it sounds pretty awesome though. It's um, 
Yeah, like you know, I'm not. I don't have a huge collection. I don't. I don't like to accumulate uh, numbers and watches. But I want every watch to be uh, relevant for its own merit. So it's very yeah. hard to make a double of something. Mm. Um, maybe I'll make a double of one of the watch I have already because of the metal, say. But but mm. but it's only a, a very specific case. For the rest, they all have to have huge personality and mm. their own merits. So I don't have a theme. I have a yeah. curation according to my taste. So. Uh, <laughs> A dress watch, a chronograph, an alarm, uh, watch just because it's well finished. Uh, you know, yeah. all these different criteria. I don't yeah. just stick to to one theme for the collection at all. No, and what I like about you, Mo, is you're not affected by marketing whatsoever. No. Um, but well, well, before yeah, we're we're pretty unstructured here, Mo. So we'll just we'll just bang on. We'll just pop out with questions here and there. But you don't expect to have no. a, have a, have the ten questions. So it's um, you know, that's I'm just how we, we roll. I've, I've got something <laughs> I really I've got something I really really want to ask. And the first the first time I kind of uh, heard about you, more saw you was a video you did with Waco when you were talking about your Centre that you had ah, from yeah. from Cartier. And yeah. for for mere mortals like like myself, like how does that? I, I just I guess I wanted to kind of geek out a little bit about the process because I guess most people think of Cartier as um, it's a luxury item, but they, it, it, there is a kind of mass-produced watch, and a lot like Rolex, people don't think of them necessarily as being a company that makes one-off pieces to people's specifications. So how does that even come about? What kind of relationship do you have to have with Cartier to be able to get them to make you like a one of one watch? Like it, it seems like it's a step above you the need, normal kind of Cartier crash. Of, yeah, you need to know the owner of a very famous magazine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was no, it. No. Is that simple? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, okay, this is my take on it. Uh, I think the more you refine your, not your taste, but your knowledge and hence your taste in watches, the more you look at uh, what are supposed to be cliche brands or watches in a different, on a different angle. That's why I separate real Patek collector with, you know, trendy or yeah. status Patek collector, real Rolex collectors with people need to get the last Daytona because it's a status. So as long as your interest lies somewhere, it's uh, 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 you look at watch in a different, completely different way. Cartier understood, I think, in the last few years that after having a decade of pyrotechnical cre creations that they were just very interesting, but at the same time, um, from the look and from the wearability uh, they, they were lacking something. They decided to concentrate back on their history, which yeah. is remarkable and which is the most elegant, rich, opulent uh, mm -hmm. uh, of, of all histories. L leave alone the mass-produced uh, mm -hmm. tank, uh, American, the, 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 and everything you find in airports. But, the, 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 <laughs> you know... Yeah, sorry, it's not derogative, but you know, it's, it's the, air, the airport collection. But if you, if you, 
ever since they started concentrating and reviving uh, the classics, the real good classics, uh, uh, they can, I mean, you can't go wrong. They are the most beautiful. So mm. the way you look at Cartier, after a few years of really trying to know the, the more you can about the watch industry, you taste, refine, you find angles to see some Cartier, but there's a lot of Cartiers that are very beautiful. The, uh, and you see them in a different way. Also a Rolex, a simple Rolex, you look at it, you go like, huh. But you need to give it the importance of the context you're looking it into. So you can't compare, you can't put everything in the same basket of oral lingerie, a Rolex and a Kari. You know, you no. need to look to give Rolex its own merits and look for what it is in that particular context. And you apply that with art, food, uh, cars, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. So going back to Cartier, I think one of their most incredible models, most elegant, was the Cintre. And when I got given the opportunity to customize one, uh, to have a one-off, I just jumped on it. I could, I could not easily. I mean, if I have to break into the Cartier world, I, I break into it with one of the most iconic models from the, 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 you know, the 20s and, and with a one-off dial. And, uh, you know, it's the most elegant watch I've ever seen, you know. And uh, after that, I got interested even more in Cartier, discovered some gentlemen with incredible collection, incredible Cartier collection from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And, you know, the charm and the, and, the, and, the, and the beauty of Cartier is just, is just uh, um, you know, incredible. I'm not, I don't go as far as uh, George, uh, the, 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 the Cartier guy, the Cartier aficionado, you know. Uh, oh, George Kramer, uh, that, that, is it? Yeah, Kramer, yeah. 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 Who knows? Absolutely. I mean, he is, is the ambassador for Cartier like that. But, you know, uh, you have to give it the charm of that bygone era. Then, of course, with the glamorization, the democratization of luxury since the 80s and 90s, then a lot of brands fulfilled more the mass pro production, you know, and that probably took away. Uh, but as, 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 as I said before, you need to see a specific watch with a trained eye without having without having uh, too much prejudice about about it. If you are a real connoisseur, I mean, then if you can come to your own conclusion whether you like it or not. But dismissing brands uh, and watches just because of the mass pro uh, production mm. is a bit of a snobbish mm. attitude that I think if you're really into watches, you should uh, uh, bypass and then make your own judgment. I guess Cartier learned an important lesson that they could do both. They can appeal to the mass market and have their more special items and not have one hurt the other really um, and run them as two kind of almost separate entities. That's kind of certainly what it sounds like anyway and still embrace that past and that, that history and but make modern watches for people on the street now that like the like the airport collection you were talking about. Yeah, they can yeah, they can have they can have it all, I guess. But was yeah, but you know it was like for years and years and years. Cartier was the the graduation watch. Was the uh, uh, asking forgiveness to your wife watch. Was like seeing like uh, no, I don't have wife, so I don't know. But anyway, it's it's it was that kind of 
uh, it was at the same level of the mm. late just yeah. Rolex. It's something, you know, you buy summer for Christmas. A cliche. And, and, and come on, you can't do much better than that in terms of... <laughs> and they went all the way around the big complication. You remember the big complication uh, department they had, mm-hmm. which they created yeah. incredible things yeah, yeah, yeah. in the yeah. last 15 years. But yeah. they weren't commercially successful because... Cartier is not the brand you go to for that sort of complication. And yeah, really. on top of that, they have problem with the sizes, I think. You know, at the end of the day, Cartier is associated with a refinement and elegance. And so now that they look back at their real heritage, they come out with beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff. There's a lot of watches in Cartier. They're very nice and beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why, I mean... Alex hasn't met you in person. That's what struck me. You, you, you're one of the most, <laughs> I don't want to start flattering you here, but one of the more stylish guys when, it, when you hang around, <laughs> hang around the Sorry, independence. I wish, I wish, guys, I wish you were, I wish one of the you best were dressed. a beautiful woman now. The best dressed, but he's after, this is the class that comes through. And that's why when we've looked at, we've talked about this Thank before. And I remember, remember leaning against the, the rail out the front of the Kempinski one morning after a big night. And I came out of the boutique and we were talking, you know, and I said something about some big collector that, um, or a big aficionado or a big, a big collector of some brand. And, he, and you had that look on your face after you were a bit hungover, but you were looking and thinking, saying, well, yeah, but is he really a collector? Or does he just does he just buy stuff? Is he, is he just a buyer? And it got me well, thinking. This yeah, is a few years it's back. Difficult, you know. <laughs> people feel compelled to amass. Yeah. Especially with a lot of disposal, people feel they are mentally in a in a race to amass as much yeah, as yeah. they can. Yeah, I yeah. think, despite the amount, of course, if you have a lot of money, of course, you know, if you go through a process of uh, earning. Or, 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 you know, of, of, of working hard for your next possession, you will appreciate mm. it more than if it wasn't given. But we, it's, not, it's not a matter of discussing how wealthy people no, are and course. how they make the money. No. Luxury, it is, it equals culture. Yeah. You cannot yeah. have luxury without culture. It's mm. like when you look at paintings, if you don't have the background culture to appreciate them, they can put you in front of the most beautiful yeah. artwork in the world. You look at it, you shrug and walk yeah. away. The same goes with yeah, luxury. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have a uh, personal jo- journey that takes you to decide mm. that that specific item, i.e. a car, a watch, anything else, is for you because of a pr- mental process and study, mm. it, it, you will never appreciate what you have. That's why a lot of people just get their PA or, or, or themselves to buy the most expensive, the most status watch <laughs> out there just because they need the status to be validated by the yeah. community instead yeah. of making the process of thinking that they, I mean, I don't want to name names, but let's name names. I don't have any interest in watching business. Anymore. Rich Mill or some other, or who blah, blah. how many, or Ferrari, how many of Ferrari Rich Mill owners really got to the point of buying yeah. the watch because of its own horological merits yeah, yeah. that came after months of deciding which watch was good for them and how many just bought it because they have a rich mill on the wrist. I could speculate on the percentages, but all I'm saying is you will never appreciate the technique that goes into your watch if you haven't made the cultural effort. It's difficult mm. to buy luxury. It's difficult. You need to study. You need to be honest. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It's difficult to know what you like. No one, no PA, or delegating people and the community to dictate what you buy just because you have money means mm. nothing. You will never appreciate it. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what effect never. do you think it would have on on the industry, the both the kind of the independent brands and the larger brands, if they took that whole um, kind of buying group away, the people who send their PAs, like you talk about. If we just removed all that, all that money from the the, the industry, all that that input of money from them, do you think it would have a positive uh, effect on on the watch industry, or do you think it would do you think it would um, it would increase the art in the industry and get rid of all the 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 crap and the shit, or do you think it would just kill it off because it wouldn't have that? Do you think we need that money of the people that are sending their PAs to go and buy watches to allow the people further on down the line to create the really beautiful stuff? Or do you think it could it can survive on its own? Well, uh, we got three we got a couple of points to consider here. Well uh, coming coming for your for your question, well if you ask Richard Mill and Patek, they probably tell you yes we need that money. But you know, <laughs> for example, I don't know, I'm just guessing Rolex. And uh, um, but what I'm saying is the refined collectors will never support just by themselves the whole industry. Fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. hundred percent. I cannot claim that every watch should be a stunning creation that comes from the gother of designers to please <laughs> our. No, no, no. Now we need everything for everybody. I mean, I don't know what percentage the aficionados or the refined collectors will support the industry, but they won't. The second mm. thing, though, that I'm saying is after years and years and years and years of groups and big brands of concentrating more on the marketing than the product itself, corona mm. side or no corona uh, <laughs> involved, they were in big trouble. Why? Because the product is not there anymore. It's the marketing. They needed yeah. an okay product that supported the massive amount of marketing designated to promote the product. Wrong. In the long run, it destroyed the market. The long yeah. run, it completely destroyed the market. Look at big brands in big groups. They have nothing yeah. or very little to say. And this hurts <laughs> because they're made at the bottom middle level by very genuine people. Great watchmakers. Incredible mm. people passionate about their work. But unfortunately, a group is more attached to the numbers. So disregarded completely the product just regurgitating stuff and <laughs> whacking the biggest amount of money on promoting it. And people got, got tired of it. They're I not love, impressed anymore yeah. by the actor, by this, by that, by the champagne, by the party. It's great to go, but how many free champagne can I have? At the end of the day, if I don't want to buy your watch, I'll never buy it. <laughs> it's great. It's great to hear someone else say that because that, that's what I say all the time. It's the the marketing's come in, and that's they've added the the smoke and mirrors, and all the the magical stuff. It's like you can't actually put you you can't work out where the money goes that you spend on the watch. When you get into the independence, you can see so much more, and you oh, understand yeah, so yeah, much sorry, more where the money up, goes. Of course, of course, picking up from the independence. I'm sorry. Uh, because that is a matter that no, it's a my heart because as you Rob know, I mean, 
we're always around independent watchmakers. Mm, and independent mm. watchmaking is where the last bit of creativity still survive. What is the problem, though? That the collectors or real collectors or the one that are just one step that know a lot about uh, um, watchmaking or the one that are just one step knowledge, say, uh, underneath. Mm. They don't support independence enough. When it's time mm. to then buy their watch and spending a, a, a considerate amount of cash, they just mm. go back and buy the usual things. <laughs> so, so if you're a patron of the arts, of watchmaking, how can you not support? I mean, there are real independents and there's uh, independents. But, <laughs> well, you know, everyone's trying to cut corners. But... Mm. That's where the real watchmaking skills and, and not just the skills, but the creation, the, 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 the creativity, the, 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 the pushing a little bit. That's where Breguet spirit lies rather than in the big brands. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but they are not supported as much as they should. If we lose the independence, we lose everything in watchmaking, I think. Correct. But... But they're not supported. There are only a few who are revered as being. So you need a, a Dufour, yeah, but Dufour makes ten watches, five watches a year. Uh, mm. You need a Kari, yes, I know, but you know the people who has a Kari, they all have a Kari. The Batoon, I mean, you know, or Max, or they. We need to support those guys because mm. those are the ones pushing the envelope. And you can see when you hold the product. Come on, it's different level. It yeah. is a different. So uh, I really hope the independent will survive this crisis. But I think because their product is more honest, people say, but it's expensive. Of course, it's expensive. If you produce 150 watches a year and you have 28 calibers, all original in your company, of course, your watch might be expensive. Of course, <laughs> it is expensive. It cannot be cheap, can it? You know. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, at least it's not expensive because you showered in champagne uh, 5,000 boutiques around the world. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so there's a lot to consider on the watch industry. I think the big brands need to go back and think about the products. But I think they, they're going to take a huge, they started taking a huge beating about they need to restructure everything. And for the independents to carry on being the independents. But their future lies in the hands of the collectors, I think. Well, I've been banging on about banging on about independence since I got back to Australia, and, and, and I think Alex probably thought we were just going to have a watch podcast, but we end up being we're always going on about independence, and um, I'm bramming it down his throat and everyone else's throat. I come across, but you know we know different well, it's guys. Good. Like people need to know, like like you <laughs> say, exactly. People need to, to go if, if it's a choice between people buying independence or buying a, a Hublot Ferrari or something. Like if yeah, yeah, if you yeah. if it comes down to educating people and they can make the the right decision, then that's the thing to do. So and it's doing not the right just, thing. It's not just yeah. You, you don't have to be only 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 independence. I've got a bunch of independence, but I've got, no, I've got, no, I've got no, a no. Tudor tragic game. We know guys like Charles and Kevin and Andrew. These guys, you know, you know. You know, they're, you know, they've got all sorts of stuff. And it's, it's, it's um, you know, this, this is, the guy, you don't, everyone's taste is different. That's what's great about watchmaking. Everyone's got something they love and something they like a bit less. And it'll be different for different, all the three of us, basically. Of course, of um, course. But for example, I mean, the last three watches I bought were three from major band, brands. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, but it's not, uh, it's not because my, my love for independent, or, or I put, uh, because there's always this speculation of putting the money 
in a secure place. I don't understand it. This it doesn't apply to anything else apart from watches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the only speculation. Yes, yes, I like a car, yeah, but you know, I'll buy a 5070 because I know that at least my best. What? Do you, know? <laughs> you don't say that when you go on a holiday. That money is thrown away. When you go to a very expensive restaurant, that money is thrown away. When mm. you when you buy a diamond to your wife, that's definitely fucking checking your <laughs> But you know, it's, it's and then you get grief back. Uh, it should have been bigger. Okay, <laughs> sorry of my life. But anyway, uh, you know, it's but for watches, people feel compelled to think that they put the money buy what you like. I mean, mm. buy with a little bit of common sense, of course. Mm. Everyone would like love the feeling that the purchase you made with your very hard-earned money uh, re- retains a certain value. Of course, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But mm. definitely, I want to refrain from buying a debitune because I know that if I buy a, a Patek, uh, my money is better spent. I don't buy anything at that point. Yeah. Well, I buy a debitune when I know I could dispose of that money. I could do without that money. Mm. You know, and, 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 and I look at it. Uh, uh, with the with 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 the you know with, the, with as my prizes possession, so it depends, you know. It, it really, it's very we can't with generalize. The, the, the audience is so is so yeah. different in the watch world. With know? that de, de Betoon, with your de Betoon, Mo, you you have more than one, don't you? But um, I've got the, two, and I'm planning a third, but not straight away, of course. Yeah, got, the one yeah. The, the one you commissioned with your the, the the star pattern of your birthday or whatever. That, yeah, wasn't yours? Correct me if I'm wrong. It was one of the first ones time they did that, and that, that sort of make a bit bit of a thing out of it afterwards. Um, uh, absolutely, it was the first batch of yeah. five or six, I think. As soon as it came out, right? Okay. okay. In fact, my blue is not as deep blue as it is these days. It retains a, a more uh, light approach. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you, but yeah. you can see, but, but by flaming it at that level, it gives mm. different, it really looks like a galaxy. Now it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a flat, bright, iridescent mm. blue. Yeah, Back now, then, yeah. they used to give it a more natural effect. And when you see the droplet and the stars on that dial, it really looks like a galaxy because it's got this pattern through it. It's got this uh, texture. And yes. I like it even more. Today's is more, you know, striking. But back then, it's got a charm that today's blue because the markets want even more, you know, uh, striking blue. So that's why they told yeah, me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I love mine for that feature a lot. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, we, I mean we've looked. I know you're a big debatoon fan, and when we all are, we hang around in the in the in the salon there in the what the Boulevard, whatever oh, it is in yes. Geneva. It's, and every every year, and this has got some awesome stuff. But um, talk a bit, talk me a bit, talk to us a bit about the, those guys. You 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 you're, you've been to the factory, you know them pretty well. Um, relationship yeah. with them again. It's it's all about the relationship with the guys behind the brand, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I became very good friend uh, back then with uh, Alessandro Zanetta, son of David, yeah. which was in charge of, of yep. everything. Then, of course, the Zanettas got uh, out of the picture. and uh, But in the meantime, I acquainted very much with the knee, uh, which is, uh, I think, is the, is, uh, it's very difficult to make a, a list of, uh, like, like, like a billboard or, or a mm. chart of the best watchmakers. But the knee definitely ranks in the top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Top three, five. I mean, 
What they did with Debetune, with production of two, three hundred watches a year, they developed was it 25, 26 calibers. But I'm not talking about developing a caliber. I'm talking about inventing brand new calibers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From chronographs that go beyond expectation to <laughs> to 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 to, to uh, my God to perpetual calendars and and then digital jumping out crazy crazy mm. for a yeah. brand like that. So then I got to know Pierre, of course, very well as well, mm-hmm. and I always kept them in the always kept in very good touch with them because I think the brand, which finally seems to have gotten out of a very dark period in the last two or three years. Mm. Ever since then, Pierre got more hands-on in the last couple of years. I thought, you know, because Zanetta was out, I was like, oh, let's see what mm. they are yeah. going to. And instead, they came out with incredible yeah, watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that uh, um, diving watch which, with a yeah. regulator. With the lights and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on, seriously. I mean, that, <laughs> let, let, a bit novelty, okay, but it lights up horologically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It lights up a dynamo with uh, to light up the LEDs. Yeah, it's pretty brilliant, really. Yeah. That was with, that was with him, wasn't it? Pierre's Pierre still there, right? Pierre Jacques, this is a, uh, he's still he's still there, isn't he? Bit, uh, Pierre, yeah. yeah. Plus the starry various. The, oh, starry various. Yeah. Starry mm-hmm. various and the yellow mm-hmm. tone. I mean, mm-hmm. you yellow the titanium, it looks like gold. Obviously. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, Breguet, Breguet would be proud of the Betune, I think. Mm-hmm. Nice stuff. Yes. But then I remember you looking at a, a, few, a couple of years back, a few years back at SIH, there's a Gege, which is pretty nice. That little reverso, the red, the crimson dial reverso. Did you ever buy one of those? Yes, I bought the Rouge. The, yeah, the Rouge, yes. Re- in the 19... Beautiful. Uh, yeah, the Rouge, the, the lacquer, the very first red yeah. lacquer. Then yeah, they yeah, did yeah. another version, which was a little bit more maroon, yeah. but with the seconds, I think. But I got the very first rouge. Beautiful yeah, watch. Beautiful. I mean, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So with you, we're not, we're not talking about a massive collection of hundreds or thousands of pieces. It's more of a deep collection, uh, from what I can gather and what I've seen on your wrist here and there. Yes, um, I, I don't like to buy... I mean, every purchase has to be well yeah, yeah. rated, and it, it depends on the price bracket it is on. Yeah. Now... Uh, now I got a bit disillusioned, but I found myself liking and and, and uh, uh, like lasting for the same watches for the last five years, despite <laughs> the new uh, releases. Despite I, I look mm. at them carefully, all of them, but all I last are the same three or four watches. Incredible. I don't I don't understand uh, if it's because of my lack of interest, but I don't think it's lack of interest because I dedicate. <laughs> I dedicate two, three hours a day talking and looking mm. and researching watches. So I don't think my interest has, has diminished. But mm. what what moves me, I wouldn't depart with money for a lot of watches these days. Let, let's, mm. let's put it nice and clear. I've got more in my collection that I could wear and I could and it gives me plenty mm. of satisfaction. But I would, in specific cases, and those specific cases remain always the same three or four. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Even if they're big group brands like JJ, it just goes to show you, know, even the big brands, they can put out some beautiful stuff if they keep to the heritage, basically. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we, had, uh, we had Charles on here a few days ago. Mo. Yeah, Charles yeah, Sotanto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great yeah, guy. Great, really, great, really great, great, great guy. guy. But again, yeah. the same thing. You see the personal side of things and how it's different for every collector. I mean, they all have their, their, their really good points. Um, and you know Charles, you know he's what he's got and stuff, and he's got a lot of great stuff. Um, oh, he's got amazing stuff. But, 
but then there's guys, you know, and yeah, we know guys with even more, but it's it's, it's nuts. But if you stick to the real, really, what really, what really uh, sings to you, then you can't go wrong, can you really? Um, no, I think see... everything needs to have a neurological merit. I mean, hmm. whether it's the look, whether it's the... Well, mind you, though, all the watches that you end up, or at least personally, I end up uh, acquiring, they have... Uh, I mean, you can't compare, you know, different prices and different mm. merits, but the looks has to be there. If a yeah. watch is technologically a marvel, but mm. it's not paired to a certain degree of mm. design, that watch will never break into collectors' uh, uh, proportion designs. The looks are important. important. Yeah, of course. And uh, if yeah. they are backed up with some neurological content, then you have a winner watch. Yeah, you, yeah. You've mentioned Breggy a couple of times. Is would it be fair to say that you look for something that would be a, a continuation of his work, if you like? People who are continuing to push the boundaries of watchmaking that that he that he was so well known for. Is that something you look for in in brands and things you're going to purchase? Do you think that's accurate? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. I like the novelty, and yes, I, I, the, the, the answer is yes, but it depends on, on what. A lot of people think that pushing the boundaries, things being funky <laughs> and being crazy and out there. No, that's not my thing. It needs to be a marriage. It needs, like we mentioned that the scuba watch from Debitune. I mean, mm, it's, mm. if you apply, the, I don't know, any other device to make it, but because it's sonologically it's orologically mm. generated, neurologically yeah. activated. That's genius. Yeah. If yeah. it wasn't, if it was a battery or some other device, I don't know, if it was just a gimmick watch, mm. like that, there's a lot of gimmick watches out there, it wouldn't be any relevant. So, yes, I think we mentioned the Bethune, but I could mention it. I mean, it's very difficult to see pushing the boundaries on classic watchmaking. Very difficult. Mm. Pushing the boundaries, only a few managed. I mentioned the Betune because it's a brand I know a lot, but there's a lot of boundary pushing in the Betune, in the use of silicium. But during the, the, the era of Rolf Schneider in, in Ulysses then with the Oshlink, there was mm. a lot of, of boundary pushing, the Freak, yeah. the, the yeah. you know, Sonata. The, you know, that yeah. is boundary pushing in the right direction, I think. Mm. And, and when I see that, of course, it's great. Uh, and it's amazing as much as when I see a beautifully finished watch from uh, Kari, which is probably not necessarily pushing the urological boundaries, but is, is, is repackaging the classicism in a new, beautiful way. Uh, so pushing the boundaries technologically, I think, um, you know, you can only do so much with a watch. I think we've, we've seen almost everything, but there's still <laughs> people out there doing it in the right way. Like yeah, you can... with, the, with, the, with the suspended balance wheels over the legacy machines, you know, you know, they knew those are nice ways to see that other people do it in a very gimmicky way, try to push the exoticism too far. And it's not urologically relevant anymore. It's just an exotic watch. Right. <laughs> Then I think it's all it's also people it's it's the people behind it that, that make it and that can explain it that or that that justify doing certain things basically. I, we, we, with one if one brand did something, it, it looks awesome. If another brand does, they, they don't quite pull it off. They try and do the same thing, but it can be end up pretty crappy because they just haven't really 
they don't have that 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 background and they haven't really put the effort no, in sometimes. So yeah, you end up with a half baked thing. Um, yeah, okay. What about Gronfeld? The Gronfeld brothers. Ah, uh, the brothers. The <laughs> brothers. I mean, they they managed to uh, um, they managed to create a couple of iconic models which mm. will stand the test of time mm. and they will look amazing in years to come. I mean, the mm. Dead Second and then the Remontoir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, of course, even the, the Two Beyond is the Parallax is just fantastic watch. But maybe because we have uh, uh, like an abundance of Two Beyonds that's a problem, in yeah. the last 20 years that when you, see, when you hear Two Beyond, they managed to create a different effect of going yeah. like, oh God, give me a... Mm. But, you know, uh, very few Tourbillon managed to impress me because of the of the abuse of the of of the device. Yeah, of the abuse yeah, 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 of the yeah, yeah. word. Oh my God, it's killed me. <laughs> but um, uh, but the other one, I mean, they're, they're, both they're, those models are just mm. the is awesome. And the originality of the bridges of the movement, because oh, let's course. face it, he looks Gronfeld. It's just their language. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. Their language. yeah, yeah. So Lovely. I've got nothing but admiration by the, for the brothers. You know, it's beautiful watches. They they ooze opulence and 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 uh, and they ooze as much opulence and refinement as much as the brothers ooze beer. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. And they know how to drink. <laughs> That's the best thing about them. <laughs> can can I ask a question? That like when we've had Charles on the other night and we're talking more and more and I'm expanding my mind a bit about independence, I never hear anyone talk about F.P. Jorn. Is he not, like, just let me into the kind of inner inner sanctum, if you like. Is, that, is he not rated by the people who are truly independent? Is there something that I'm un, unaware of? I've heard whispers of um, issues and stuff like that with with movements from collectors and stuff I've spoken to but is is his stuff not is it just not rated is, does it not cut it in the in the high-end independent collectors world well uh, F. Pigeon is a different universe um, so, well first of all then you can claim that Rolex is an independent and AP is an independent so <laughs> yeah. they are but you know they're not uh, um <laughs> Jean, it's the epitome of success as being an independent. He went, Jean opened boutiques that to these days are still open and thriving. Jean created watches which are icons and they hold their values on the secondary market. Jean created beautiful watches. He is an independent. He's an independent who structured himself a bit more than the guy in the cabin in the mountain who does 10 watches a, uh, a year. He created a brand strong. Now he let some investors in so to guarantee the future of his brand. And Jean, as a whole, is the best watch brand out there. Mm. The That's best watch brand out because does that spoil it though for for collectors? No, it, is, no, no, is, no. He retains all is uh, uh, he retains all his legitimacy. He hasn't made any step to to jeopardize his legitimacy, his quality, and his um, 
uh, exclusivity. Uh, uh, his watches are beautiful. His but but you can't go and have a beer with him, that's why. That's Sorry? the problem. You can't go and have a drink problem? with him. That, that, that's because he's, 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 he's looked after his, his, um, his image and everything else. I mean, yeah, from, from an independent watchmaker's point of view. He compromised. He let yeah, investors nothing. in, but mm. he let them in partially, and he let mm. them in with a percentage. So to guarantee, so to give the message of, of his collectors that the, the, the future, because an argument with independence is when the independent will die, who will carry on? I will end up with watching, no one will serve it, blah, 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 blah. And all this <laughs> crazy. By the time he dies, you'll be not far off, mate. <laughs> yeah. you know, mate. You'll be gone after a few years too. Who gives a damn at 80 if my... If no one can restore my debit tune, I'll be caring more about my, 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 I don't know, probably Russia, Russian carer or something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing, speculating. But uh, uh, all I'm saying is he gave his collectors the reassurance that his legacy will be carried on because now he lets very important investors in. He's, he's never, so, he's never uh, uh, diluted his, 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 his production. And look, I mean, if you want a chronomet blur, find <laughs> one. If yeah. you want a tourbillon, you pay for it. If you want a resonance, you pay for it. And everyone's waiting for the next resonance. I mean, his watches are all beautiful. I have my favorites. I won't buy them all. I'll buy certain. But Pef Pigeon, he, he did. He pushed independence as much as is the true independent, who still has legitimacy mm, yeah, but true. structured himself with boutiques and he never closed a single one mm. that's success that is success uh, you can't claim that AP is independent that's a completely different story than a different demographic yeah. Different. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. completely different, different, different. Is, uh, we're talking about yeah. choking cheese here I guess yeah. I just I was I, I just hadn't heard his name said recently. I guess that was the thing, and it was it was making me ask questions. I was hearing about Debussy over and over again, Gronfeld and Carrie and stuff like that, and I was thinking, oh my god, there must be something about F.P. Jorn that that I don't know that, that people aren't telling no, me. So that's why I asked. Because, no, it's because F.P. Jorn structured himself with uh, boutiques, and he structured himself like a brand, but keeping the numbers mm. as an independent. Because yeah. don't forget yeah. that he never diluted his product. You don't find a pigeon at the airport. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, he no never tried collection. to go commercial. Mm. He never mm. tried to go commercial. He always mm. pushed the boundary. Whether mm. you like or not new releases, he pushed it. And his original models became icons. The first octa. I mean, not, not talking about Resonance to Beyond, which are in the Olympus of mm. icons. But his first octawatt line watches, they all revered as being oh, beautiful watches and revered mm. by collectors as being, you remember his Ruthenium uh, uh, limited edition, his yeah, yeah, black yeah. label, mm, his yeah. black label watches, there's not a bad one there. Mm. These mother yep. of pearl dials, there's not a bad one there. Yep, yep. So oh, the... he structured himself by never sold out. So, Yes. What about that big one he did that was covered in diamonds, though? I mean, come on, that was pretty bad. That was the only. I don't. I don't personally. He did one. one. I remember with seeing diamonds. one. It was. It was when they started on um, on Instagram, and there was this one, and it was just encrusted with diamonds, and it really pained me because I was always such. I was always singing his his praises. Not that he needs it from me anyway, but it just seemed like so kind of totally out with the FP Jorn world 
and I think it was after the the Chanel deal where they bought oh. a percentage. And I was like, God, if you let these bastards in, and they're, yeah. if you're left, no, they're going to make you make all this guy, diamond yeah. shit. If there's one thing, uh, I don't know much, Mr. Jun, but I know a bit, Mr. Jun, and uh, I know him a bit through friends who are very good friends, who are very good friends of his. And uh, believe me, if there is if there is a fighter out there, if there is oh, yeah. a warrior out there that doesn't conform to mm. the quick, he loves the buck. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but he'd rather die before he gives away his 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 virginity. You know, yeah. no, no, no. He'll punch hey. you straight in the face whilst being drunk. He's a proper <laughs> rebel. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a, a proper. He's from Marseille. He's a he's a fighter from Marseille, oh, in south man. of France. They, rest they assured, about him. rest assured that as long as he's at the top and in charge of his brand, mm. Mr. Jean, that's how he's going to run his brand. Well, that's, he's, that's why he's I a tough cookie. He's a tough cook. Yeah, I had heard that one of the the watchmakers that I, I work with, their friend works for him, and um, they said they say he's uh, pretty immovable when it comes to his his beliefs, and there's not you can't really sway him one way or another or convince him of anything. It is very much like he has a very strong vision of things, and there's there's um, not really much that can that can change that. So it's good to hear that from other people as well, I guess. I think it's just as well he's um uh, that's why he's probably not accessible because he's he's a pretty hard man and he does what he knows is he wants to do and what's right yeah, and you can't just you, you can't just you rock up what? to him at Basel like like he can with the the groans and have a beer because he's but that's 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 his that's his whole no his but whole, you know also you know also what his vision yeah of uh, course. paid back paid back in terms of product placement and in terms of uh aftermarket uh, prices yeah, is yeah, what yeah. is despite i mean of course the Dufour goes up a certain car is i don't know whatever mm. it's only Dufour and smith who, who holds this you know yeah. they produce three watches for him his watches retained yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A certain yeah. degree of value that mm. allow him to be so confident about what he does yes. because a lot of other independents can't claim that unfortunately Sometimes they go back in favor, but sometimes mm. you can find them for almost yeah. nothing. Max yeah. has had to fight with his teeth and, and claws mm. in order to calibrate the amount of market out there and make yeah. sure they didn't yeah. drop yeah. and he dropped anyway, but then he didn't. But then, and he was all this <laughs> puppeteering behind, you know, other yeah, brands. Yeah, yeah. They went, yeah. you know, 80% off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. watches, despite having a bigger production, Mm. They retained, they held their peace. Hence, yeah. they gave him, which didn't need any confidence, more confidence, because the guy is confident. But definitely, he wasn't beaten down by the market that he had to, at some point, even mm. him giving up some of his arrogance. No arrogance, don't get me wrong, it's not an arrogant man, it's just a resolute, confident man. Mm. To give up some <laughs> of his resolution and his confidence in order to make his company survive. His company yeah. survives anyway. Yep. So yep. he's even more the guardian and the testimonial of his own brand. And yeah. then, isn't that what we all hope for, for the real good independence? I wish the Batum was like that. I wish all the others were like that. I wish mm. they were all like that, the, 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 the independence, yeah. you know? Because yeah. Yeah. He, he, he perfected, the, he, he made the circle really round. He's an independent who, who adopted some market strategies in the beauty it's horrible to talk about market when we talk about emotional pieces like watches but 
Mm. He, he, he's the perfect marriage between yeah. structure and keeping the independent uh, spirit. Fantastic. Mm. Number one. You we have, have one yet. There's not, there's not another one. You name me another brand that managed to do that, there's not another brand like mm. that. <laughs> true, true. Well, um, so you don't have a Jean yet, FP Jean yet? No, not yes, yet. Yes, I do. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. I have Which resonance. One? Oh, yeah, resonance, yeah, of course. Okay. Nice. I have uh, one for uh, platinum, uh, gray yep. dial, the classic yep, yep, resonance, yep. rose gold movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only really talked to him a couple of times, and I know he's a bit. He's, yeah, he's not as easy to approach <laughs> as some of the guys. He's a bit standoffish. <laughs> for them. Well, no, it depends on what context. If it's if yeah, of course. A drink, if you're out with other. I'm friends, never going to buy a watch. You, you know. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I said about my resonance. Really, is the one that describes me, describes it the 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 the, the, the man the best mm. because yeah, it's yeah. the most difficult watch to wind in history. Yeah, that's right. You cut, you've cut that's yourself. Right. I that story. You hurt your fingers. You you develop calluses. What? So what is like you cut yourself? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. It's a bit like him. It's so hard to handle and so hard to get it to work. But yeah. when you manage, it gives you plenty, Beautiful. plenty, plenty of satisfaction. God, that's you're a real what, watch I lover. Bet, I bet he could put that. a bigger crown, and he could mm. put the crown. At, at, at three o'clock, and I bet you mm. could make it comfortable, but yeah. decided on purpose to piss people off. <laughs> Fantastic. I like them more. Bothering more people, great. Yes. Well, can what I if, ask, can I, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to say, like, what, looking through your kind of history, obviously your your main business is in uh, tattoo art. Is that is that what you would say your main, I guess design is, the, the real thing, but the majority or the, the way you made your name was in in the of tattoo course. world. Of course, of, um, course, of course. But originally you were you were you're studying law, something like that, and you decided. Yeah, to, yeah, I did, I did. I you decided did, to to, to give that up and and follow more. Would you say you followed more passionate? Um, well, I, I studied law because I had to pick something after high school. You know, it was either me, it was either medical school, law, accountancy. You go for law. This is in Italy, that. right? Yes, yeah. in Italy, yeah. and I carried on, but in the meantime, I was playing in a band, I was dealing with my dad with antiques, I was being a postman because I wanted to buy an Harley Davidson, I was doing many, many other things, and then tattooing came into my life, and uh, when I made the conscious decision of giving it a go, uh, I just tried to finish my studies, but it was like I knew already they weren't going to help me later uh, on. I guess uh, so I'm always... I'm always telling people to follow their their passions. Like before I got into to watchmaking, I yeah, I worked in sales and all these kind of shit jobs. I didn't really want to do, but I just it was so easy and you take the money and you kind of get on with it. So now I'm in a business and an industry I actually love and enjoy. It makes me so much more motivated to do things like do podcasts and stuff like that with with Rob and you like in my in my evenings. Um and when I'm looking at your career and you you get into the tattoo world, but then it just seems, I guess I want to get across to people when I look at your career as, as a whole, it's very much if you follow your passion, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, basically, because you were in the tattoo world and you do work with watch brands and you've done stuff with Rolls Royce. And how does all that because for a lot of people that would seem like uh, like how do you go from tattooing to 
helping design watches or designing your own watches and collaborating with watch companies like it's but for me it for me it seems quite obvious because if you're doing something you're passionate about you can do anything yeah. within that world but how did that all work out for you well you know it's as you said i mean when you become um, obsessed not obsessed but very passionate about things you mingle in the your ears your senses are already inclined to absorb everything in that particular uh, 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 in that particular uh, environment so yeah, yeah. you know it's 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 a process it doesn't come overnight you uh, develop a tattoo career you say majority of the things you were supposed to say because you tattooed for 20 years, you, you, you get, um, you know, dragged into a new uh, world of design bit by bit. Then the first possibility of a collaboration starts. Then you do it. You do it best you can. It turns out to be okay. It leads to another one. It's brick by brick by brick. But if your senses and your passions and your attitude towards the change are not ever present 24 hours a day, the change will never happen. So you need to make a shift the way you want, if you really put your mind to it. I'm not saying that it's a recipe that you need a little bit of luck, a little bit of the right place at the right time, a little bit mm. of talent, a little bit of uh, um, casuality, I don't know, a little bit of, you know, <laughs> um, crazy things happening, a bit of star aligning. But if mm. you're ready to take your opportunities because you are very aware what you want to do and where your passion lies, very hard you're going to fail. I don't know what extent you're going to succeed, but mm. something will come out of it. I guess that's the thing. That's it the doesn't thing. really matter if you if you succeed or not. If it is truly a passion, then as long as you're doing it, that is that is the success. It doesn't matter if everyone else recognizes exactly. it or exactly. not. Whatever, whatever, whatever else comes with it, if it comes that you have to design the next incredible watch that doesn't matter you already fulfilled some of the desires you wanted to but it needs to be genuine it cannot be okay from today i'm going to be designing interiors jewelry carpets uh, cars uh, uh, watches uh, wallpaper illustration just because i don't know what to do next you really need to put the work in it needs to come from inside and if you put passion into what you do it shows it, it comes through it comes through into the final product or the final design at the moment i'm i'm doing different things like drinking industry watch it <laughs> watch the watches watch the watches guys you better watch, right. watch. <laughs> uh, in the next few well, while let's get out of this crisis and then the watches will follow. We and can talk uh, about other stuff apart from watches. That's all right. We can talk about other stuff. The drink stuff is real. I know you're an expert. You're, you're an amateur of the drinks industry. <laughs> the bottles am, you're designing and I, stuff. I'm a natural in the drink industry. Let's put it like that. I'm a natural. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying that. Natural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won championships. I, at my best. My best moments were drunk, you know, those <laughs> moments of my life. So I don't remember them, but that's what people say. And... Uh, um, Yes, yeah, so the drinking industry is giving me a lot of work at the moment. Um, as I said, interiors, designs, uh, illustrations, a lot. Uh, watch industry, jewelry. Um, what else is happening at the moment? So, Mo, um, are you, are you into cars, Mo? I mean, I saw the article about the port, the 356s and stuff. Are you into cars? Oh, what's your... Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking, sweetheart. I got the bug, didn't I? I got the bug three years or two, three years ago, and it's never ending. 
It's uh, never bloody ending. It is what I, I just got delivery of three new books today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm on it. I'm on it like I was with watches, like I am with watches. I'm just on it. And I'm lucky enough to have uh, uh, purchased a couple of little numbers and <laughs> taking the delivery of a second one in uh, and possibly a third. It's about second one for sure on my birthday on the 14th of July this year. Beautiful. I mean, this emergency, uh, if this emergency <laughs> will be at bay, otherwise I will wait. And not, uh, not, not, not Italian cars. No, no. A German and, and an English. Uh, Italian cars are like Italian women. They're, they're rather expensive. You need to have a lot of outgoings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying German women are cheaper. I'm not saying that. Oh, but, Jesus uh, Christ. This no, is, no, no, yes. no, no. I didn't mention, didn't mention the English. But anyway, <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, not Italians, a, uh, a German and a mm. an English. To okay. start. What's, what's the English one? It's a knee type. It's a series one oh, E type. Oh, of course. Uh, the phallic uh, symbol. Roadster. <laughs> but it's got it's got a hard top as well. So uh, with a hard top, it's nice. just like incredible. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. And that's going to be finished by July. It's going to be delivered by July. Let's see. Sweet. And I, it gives me a lot of emotion. The car, the car world, the vintage car world. It, mm. It's a lot of, to be, it's, it's more of a, of a, of a, of a minefield than the vintage watch. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, God, man. Unless, unless you, you deal with vintage Rolex. That, that's a bit of a minefield. Yeah, proper, proper criminals. Like, mm. like criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Is it was, a, sorry, uh, is it a 356 or something else? 356, yes. Uh, B-series 356 coupe. Right. Not replica. Real one. No. No, but the replicas are nice. I don't mind. There's nothing wrong yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not replicating anything. I want to I wanna <laughs> act age appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, well. Fully restored, though. Fully restored is like uh, factory specs, like Beautiful. brand new car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. I was going to see, I was surely going to ask you what your main passion was, but I've just realized your main passion is passion. That's passion. it. Yeah, having passion for different things is his passion. But if you had to actually just pick one, though, if I was going to be a total bastard, which has been known for me to be a total bastard, if you had to just pick one passion, what would you go for more? It's very difficult. Passion is passion is every. I mean, I'm gonna steal that quote you just said. I can't just stick to one passion. I, I can't be not be affected by beauty in all its forms. Uh, coming from uh, an object, a statue, a thing. I cannot. I'm passionate about my handkerchiefs collection. I don't know. I'm. I'm <laughs> I need to embrace. I need to be. I like the most futile things that, together with the most incredibly exclusive ones at the same way. When my mind starts going in one direction, I need to acquire information. I need to enrich it. I need to know. I need to be, uh, not because of a pedantic, uh, didascalic knowledge that I need to be there, but just because <laughs> I want that object, that particular thing, to give me the full potential of its beauty. Because there's no point to give a flip to fool to anyone that doesn't know about watches. It looks at it and what? If you don't have the knowledge before of knowing what. Mm-hmm. And I want to know as much as that object is ready to give me back in terms of pleasure. Whether I own it or don't own it. It doesn't matter. Um, so 
I cannot pick. I cannot say watches because now cars give me shivers. I cannot say <laughs> cars because watches, I'm in love with them. I cannot say uh, Women. You know, 1920s sculpture, which I have in my, in my flat because, because I love that. You know, it's, I cannot pick one. I cannot, I cannot pick one. Like, like, Man, that's true. Like that's drink. true love. Like my yeah. drinks. I cannot pick one. I, cannot <laughs> I, I said drinks, Bob. I could have said something else. You could say something else. Yeah. Yeah. No, good. I cannot not? pick that's, that's one. That's safe space. <laughs> Brilliant. Can Brilliant. I just ask okay. one, one, can I just ask one more thing? Sure. Just one more thing. Sure, so away. with, with your, your um, kind of collaborations with, with different watch brands, and I know you what you were saying. You were saying that you kind of took projects and then things built on that, and then you had another project and it kept on going and and going. What was it like to? And I know it's probably the same for yeah for all the things that you do because you make things and design things and create things. But what was it like? going through those steps and having something at the end that was truly your vision within a, a field that you're passionate about? Because like, most people don't get to experience that in life. It's something people don't even dare dream about, something like that. I'm so glad we have in this conversation, like not just this, but all our conversation, because we spoke things that have been preaching for years and that... <laughs> People don't seem to get the creative process of anything is more interesting most of the times of the final product. I mean, mm. the original sketch of something, the rough sketch, the pencil, the graphite sketch you do are the most powerful, the most powerful and the most um, they convey the first dynamics and beauty more than the final object. If you see designs, original designs, they're beautiful. Brands started to know that a little bit, but no one, no one, no one has yet come with a clever, beautiful way to show the creative process behind a watch or anything else. When you're in front of a painting and you look at it and you go like, nice, but then someone comes to you and start telling you why this painting was painted, what's his symbolism, look at this picture of it. You have a whole new perspective and a whole new understanding and, 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 and enjoyment from that piece. Same goes with watches or any other object. No one managed so far to demonstrate, apart from the guy doing guilloche when you are drinking champagne and the other one regulating the barrel yeah. while you having canapé, you know, whatever, poor dancing monkeys, leave them alone. <laughs> Fuck, you know, people are drunk, they came for the champagne. You know but what this I mean? Is that's this like one of not... the things I'm desperate to do at work as well. I'm like, please take me to the. Da- I want to be the dancing uh, champagne monkey at, the, at these events. I'm too. Uh, no, I'm but to be you, do you know what I mean? If, if you need people, you need to take people by the hand and instead of showing them the CNC machines, take them to the design. But why don't they take them to the design uh, uh, department? Because there's very little to design in the last 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, blue strap, blue dial. Okay, change this. Pick one from the past. Change the change the lugs. Yeah. Pull out the archives. That's where they get the designs that's from. Basically, think, need to form yeah, more, more but think about, people. 
And all these head of designs of all major brands, they just travel from place to place to, to introduce a new collection, introduce a new PowerPoint, and never stay in the office designing. Yeah. Because the brand don't want that. But that's <laughs> that's name. why we love that's why we love the independence because you get a little bit of that from just talking to them. You can talk to them. You can tell, talk to the guy behind the whole process, and you can get his viewpoint. At least it's a it's as close as you get to the real. Yeah, but think about the, the the car the car industry in the 40s, 50s, 60s, where all mm. those design agencies Berton, Pininfarina, and uh, Zagato they were just clothing these these chassis. Yeah. How well we would be without those? But think about <laughs> the cases from the 40s. Watch cases yeah. 30s, 40s, 50s. Step lugs. Yeah. All these curves merging and 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 developing. All yeah. these beautiful round or sharp angular. No one does cases like that. Why? Because they're not viable. Look at mm. the 70s or, or or even 40s cases. All those funky cases. The mm. craftsmanship on those cases. No one does it anymore. Why? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do cases like that anymore. Mm. The cannulae, cannulae cases, that we're all connecting one piece with the lugs. I mean, yep. days. Take me back to that. Give me emotion. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's why they don't show, because they got very little to show. And, and, and going back to what you were saying, I would love to see a... Uh, at the end of my life, my career, and, uh, an exhibition about preliminary sketches, first napkin sketches, refined sketches, full-on design, final product from A to Z. See what and make people aware of what the creative process is. The Perfect. final product will re receive more appreciations if brands will show how it was conceived and created. Well, it's like oh. the start of a of a love affair. It's the start of a romance when your imagination Listen. runs wild and you <laughs> you you yeah. dream of all the things that the end could possibly be. In the end, it can never live up to the imagination you have at the very beginning because it always goes horribly wrong. When no, of actually... course. Then then you have to put that into consideration. Just absolutely, you put that into consideration because then. Especially if you work with an independent one thing, if you work with a big brand, everything needs to be approved, some things are not big. But anyway, if you get a 30, 40, 50 percent of what you initially managed, uh, imagined into the final product, you, you're in a lucky position. Exactly. Uh, of course, mm. as a designer, I tend to shoot very high to start with. I go for <laughs> impossible things to be produced in case someone goes, that's brilliant, we'll do it exactly like that. That never happens. But, you know, <laughs> you get, you get a good compromise in the end. <laughs> wow. <sighs> I'm, I'm drained. I'm, I'm exhausted. No, that's it. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I will never talk to you again, Mo. I'm exhausted. This is, is this all just because of that espresso you had? Was that a quadruple espresso? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck was in that thing? Uh, I'm on fire. I was dormant for four days and then you called me and I was like, oh, fuck, let's do this. Come on. And then you triggered me. You got me the trigger points. Look what happened. Okay, well, I can talk for England, can I? Oh God, this has been. Really Mo, I'm good. gonna, Mo, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring Alex over to to Switzerland one time. I don't know when, next month, whatever. And we're gonna, we're gonna have Absolutely. a, yeah, we're gonna start again. We're gonna, we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty, have a drink. Um, I need the beer now. I need that beer. I promise you. <laughs> the beginning of this. How are we going for time, Alex? We're, should, we're, should we we're, we're, yeah, I think, I think we should. I, we'd love to. Uh, I'm. I'd love to keep going for both of us. I'd love, I'd love to keep going, but. 
Um, we can, I'm sure we can have you on another time. Maybe we'll schedule it at a time. Well, yeah, yeah let's can, do another one have more some specific more topics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We don't like narrowing it no, down. That's our that. thing. We don't like, we like keeping. We like keeping pretty, pretty, pretty uh, sort of, yeah. yeah I mean, in case something springs up that requires more attention, we'll bring it up. Yeah, take some notes. Yeah, we'll, yeah exactly. Exactly. Okay, awesome. Hey, it's been awesome to have you. Mo, what's your, what's your, uh, do you have a, do you do Instagram much? Um, I see you on there occasionally doing. Yes, yes, yes. No, I do it. I mean, someone used to do it a bit for me, but now I like to 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 look after it because it's nice, it's personal. I don't boast much about, but it's more about work and I mean work. Yeah. I put what inspires me, what I do. Uh, Who do you follow? Is there, is there someone we should follow? We should be looking up. Doesn't have to be watchers, but something artist or artistic or oh, watchers God. or who's your watch? Lent. Like, I, I really like George for uh, Kramer for for the um, for uh, um, the Cartier. I like Ronnie. He's got that Audemars uh, uh, and Patek okay, vintage collection. That is my God. Everything. Who's he? Who's he? What's his name? Uh, Ronnie. The, the, the exact handle is. Oh, uh, he did a review on the on the website. He's serious? oh God. He's got some yeah. Ronnie Madvani. Ronnie. Uh, uh, underscore M underscore 29 yeah. and uh, he has uh, a yes. beautiful vintage collection that he pairs with the uh, Art Deco uh, little statues and it's right, just right, 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 right his collection yeah. is all passion when you look at it there's no doubt when you just it's oh god it's so beautiful and there's just there's there's nothing show-offy about it either you can never it's no, just no, no, no. it's understated and beautiful and but at the same time extravagant when it comes to the actual design of things as well um he's a really yeah i've spoken to him a couple of times on, on messenger and he did a review um on on our website so yeah good that's a good choice yeah, Mo, by the way, yeah, Alex has this great website. We have this website called The Fifth Wrist where the owner's reviews of watches. So it's not just PR crap. It's no PR real, crap, yeah. in fact. It's Zero owners, n- yeah, and no ads, nothing. It's not hot. Well, I won't mention the others, but, you know, you, you go in there, the guys, you put the do review of your watch. It'd be awesome if you could do some of yours, actually. It's, it's not that I'm trying to push it. I don't care. But, <laughs> but um. Yeah, and so we get some nice reviews on there, and some cool, some some of owners like, yeah, that's this guy basically. But uh, that's a good one to follow. I'll make. I don't think I was following. I've heard of him, but um, I'll have to okay. make a note of that. Yeah, he's got some. Yeah, really, yeah, make a note. Cartier crash, and yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got some really beautiful Cartiers and and the Pateks that most people wouldn't think of when they think of Pateks. Um, yeah, he's got a really great. Yeah, really great collection. That's a good yes, yes, absolutely. And it'd be awesome to see you on there, Mo. Do, do a few reviews. You can be a, you can be a... God's sake. You're so demanding, Rob. Jesus <laughs> no, Christ. No, no, you know, no, no. I'm just on. saying. He's just take note. You know, go on there. You can be as you can be as as off the off the wall as you like. You can say whatever you want. No one gives a flying. Anyway, oh, what, God. we'll get it's him your, on for a couple of, of podcasts first, then we'll hit him yeah, with the yeah, hard yeah. We'll stuff later on, okay? We'll get a couple of drinks into him next time. You just had a coffee <laughs> this time. Need to, next yeah, time, need to wine and now given, a bit. given yeah, the time, I'm going to equip myself with a few cold drinks. You will hear my, me <laughs> slurring my words as, as, as oh, it progresses. <laughs> Something to look forward to. It's normally just me. Okay, Rob, who who should who are you gonna mine? recommend to go for? Oh, what was I gonna oh, I've forgotten now? Hang on. Um Independent in Time. You know Tim Mo, Tim from California. Uh, 
Tim oh, and Jana. Yes. Yes, independent yes, yes. in time, or one word, independent in time. He really supports the Indies. Tim is a great guy, and his wife, Jana, great people. We've known them for a few years. Um, that's a nice nice account. He's always got some cool pieces. He has some new stuff as well, you know, new up-and-coming watchmakers and some old classics and nice, nice, good, good. nice picks. Great very guy. nice, very nice people as well. Yeah, yeah. My, my pick for Instagram for people to go and follow is 24H Original. And he probably has the most beautiful Grand Seiko that I've ever seen in my entire life. And you, you, you'll if you go and follow him, you'll be able to, you'll see it. Just the the dial, everything about it is, I like I saw it and it just absolutely took my breath away. And I do like Grand Seiko, but this I don't know, it just did something to me. The <laughs> dial and the case, and it, I guess it's not very Grand Seiko by modern standards, but. Um, yeah, I'll just—it's the same thing. Like I speak, end up speaking to this guy Danny on on Instagram for mm. a little while and messaging backwards and forwards about the watch and stuff, and just learning about him, learning about the the watch yeah. and yeah. yeah. So that's I think everyone should everyone needs to go and look at his vintage Grand Seiko uh, original. Twenty four H original. Twenty four H, sorry, original. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Mo, Thank anything you else? So much. <laughs> that's been. That's been been awesome uh, yeah it's um but that now i really had a lot of fun i mean thank you thank you yeah it looks very casual it'll be much better once we start relaxing a bit next time round. we can really get into some <laughs> shit right yeah yeah exactly. oh no actually i need i need to i've got sorry i'm really sorry i know we're i know we're well over in time but i, I need to ask sure. one more one more question please it's something that, that a couple of the watchmakers at, at work and i have had this conversation for a while so i have and 861 Speedmaster movement tattooed on my arm and we we always have this kind of competition of what could possibly be the 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 most bad taste watch tattoo and people have talked about having the Longines Longines wings on on their boobs and stuff like that all that kind of crazy shit but do you I had I had to ask while you're on do you have any uh, watch-related tattoos yourself? Have you ever done any watch-related tattoos? Well, uh, I don't have it on me, but <laughs> I the most notable um, <laughs> watch-related <laughs> tattoo, it was made on a watchmaker, and he's on Stepan Salpaneva, his own moon with a logo on the crown. Which I think suits him so. It's a pretty cool much. tattoo. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It suits him so much, and he's stepping all over, you know. And that is my most notable one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really, really cherish that moment. It was a very beautiful night with the Gronfeld in the studio. I'm sure there's some sure. over there. We drank a lot, and uh, you can see from the tattoo itself. But. <laughs> it's... <laughs> That's great. You want somebody to do a, a watch tattoo, though, who's into watches. Because when it, my friend did did it for me, and she kept on coming back with drawings, and I was like, no, no, I need to, like, I need to, it has to be right. Because if some watch guy sees this, and it, the watch isn't, the watch movement itself isn't correct, like, I'll never live it down. You need to make sure it's right. So you really yeah. want a tattoo artist. So I'll need to, at one point, I'll need to get some watch-related tattoo by you. I'll, I'll have a think about it. Maybe you can do it when you're drunk one night when we're, we're out. Absolutely. Work. It'll be my pleasure <laughs> to ruin you. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks so much. All right. Really okay. It. 
Thanks, mate. We'll talk again soon. Thank you for having me. Fifth Wrist is by the community for the community. We would love you to join the crew via our group chat on Slack. Email us at contact at fifthwrist.com and join the movement.